to Movies, Movies, Movies on Mornings with Bridie Tanner, featuring Jack and Andre. <laughs> it's your two favourite film lords right here on FBI. Hello. I'm all right. I'm look, I'm ready for the ultimate film lords to turn me into a mini film lord. I'm I'm ready for this. You will get used to it. <laughs> Is this gonna be an uphill battle? No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Not not oh, at all. Damn it, because I love a challenge. <laughs> All right, now, if you're tuning in for the first time, Movies, Movies, Movies is a little segment on, of course, films. We're going to be going through music news in a second, some reviews, and a Sydney, a Sydney, a Sydney spotlight. So without further ado, we're going to track into some movie news. Movie news. Love it. Movie news. So, we all know Sydney Film Festival was cancelled, but there is an alternative. This kind of Bob Geldof live aid shtick is happening during coronavirus. So it's going to be We Are One, a global film festival. It's bringing together Sydney Film Festival, Carlo Viveri. Andre, what are the other film festivals? You know more about festivals than I do. (laughs) Who else is teaming up for We Are One, the global film festival? my what? I am terribly sorry. My Wi-Fi has just failed me. Am I back? You're back. <laughs> You're back. You're back. I'm sorry. We're talking my... about We Are One, the Global Film Festival, happening from May 29th. Yes, uh, yes, yes. Sydney Film Festival's obviously been cancelled, but I was wondering if you could talk a little bit about the other festivals involved in We Are One. Yeah, that's right. So we were all present on YouTube when Lady Gaga was wrangling the entire pop world together to sing tunes. And I think film has kind of taken a leaf out of that book. We Are One is called the Global Film Festival and it's bringing together all these major name film festival curators from Sundance, Tribeca, even Sydney Film Festival, which is kind of amazing to think that Sydney Film Festival can even level that playing field. And it's from May 29th until early June and they're not going to announce announce the lineup until a few days before the fest. So um, I'm feeling it's a bit experimental and potentially fail, potentially succeed, who knows? It'll all be on YouTube. That's right. Freely streaming, which to me is kind of like, yeah, democratize film festivals. They're already so hegemonic. Let's make it more for the people. And speaking of film festivals, our next piece of news is about something that you can do during lockdown that is film festival related. Slam Dance Film Festival, Jen and I's favorite Park City based film festival, is hosting a free webinar for emerging screenwriters Sir Vendredi, which is French for this Friday, 8th of May, thanks to Final Draft, which I am going to guess is an American script writing software. It's like sell text, but you have to pay for it for some reason. Oh. Okay. Well, if you're a, if you're a budding screenwriter. How unhegemonic. <laughs> also, the best, the best script is just pictures in a book done in crayon. Now, famously, Quentin Tarantino said that you can never write poetry on a computer. So we need to fight that type of thinking and write all our poetry on computers. So hop onto the Slam Dance Film Festival website if you're a filmmaker and bored and potentially get amongst this webinar on how to become a screenwriter. Oh, I am so excited. The next piece of news as well. Jen, do you want to start it off or should I just dive in? <laughs> Surely there has to be some kind of silver lining to come out of all of this, Andre. <laughs> and I want you to tell me what it is. Okay, so... 
Do I start with the whole backstory? Let's start with a bit of backstory. Jen and I famously were offered an interview with the Anna Kendrick, we all know <laughs> from Twilight, <laughs> because her DreamWorks family animation trolls world tour was going on a world tour and she was going to come to Sydney. Shut but up. since COVID's happened, that tour was cancelled. The press release was completely swiped. The release of the film was completely just hijacked because all cinemas were closed. So DreamWorks decided to release Trolls World Tour, which is basically just a sequel to some like uh, animation about trolls who sing pop songs. Anyway, nothing movie. But basically, they decided to scrap the cinema release and just release it online. And it's proved to be a humongous success, generating over $100 million in its first three weeks, which is more money than the previous Trolls film made in its entire cinema run, thus proving a pivotal point and moment in film history that maybe cinemas are now obsolete. Jen, chime in. I can't tell if I Damn. like this trailer so much because it's actually a good movie or if I'm just missing the cinema that much. <laughs> but can we I miss, last year I was complaining so much about the shit we had to go to every single week just to do this show. And this year I'm like, please send me something to analyze. Like, I wanna feel, I wanna know like, what did Trolls and the Gaga team talk about when they were making Kindness Punk? Damn. And like coming up with that concept. Jen, you're missing the key point here, which is that uh, DreamWorks Animation, the team behind Shrek, is proving that cinemas <laughs> don't need to exist in the distribution model. We no longer need cinemas to make bank. All we need to do is release films online at a premium and then hope for the money to come back in the first three weeks. It's been proven once. Who knows what's going to happen next? I vote we close all event cinemas and just put everything online but what about the candy bar loved event cinema you loved event cinema watching a star is born the re-edit i'm pretty sure we saw that at hoyt's or is that what event cinema is at the moment anyway look at us we don't even remember what cinemas are everything's (laughs) online these days just put it on the web that's what i have to say oh boy I, I love that. We've got a little text making an announcement right now. Re-Sydney Film Fest, the virtual edition. Been listening, so thought might be relevant to mention. Literally just hit send on the media release from Amber from the Sydney Film Fest Felicity. Check out hey! for your inboxes. Oh, my oh, gosh. I'll do that right now. Amber. Maybe we should do a live announce of potentially a Thank you. This is the only way you can get me to check my emails these days. Big, big love. Big, big love to Amber from the Sydney Film Festival for texting in, tuning in to Movies, Movies, Movies. Now, ladies, in what, about like another 10 minutes, we're going to be doing a little Sydney Spotlight, which is a little movie marathon you're curating for me. If you've got a movie you think I should watch, text in on 0409 945 945. It's Movies, 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 and it's time for two reviews. One. No, 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 two reviews. Two reviews. Give me more reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews. Two reviews on movies, movies, movies right now. Jack, Jen, take it away. We are... Enamoured, I guess, with Arca's new music video, Non-Binary. Have we got a sting for that? We've got a little cheeky sting. It's coming, it's coming, and it's going. I do what I want to do, when I want to do it. Check out the bags to prove it. Hips to move it around and make shapes, yes. Trim the waist off and the waist down, girl, it slipped off. It's French tips wrapped around a dick. Do you want to taste? 
So I guess the biggest thing about star sign Ica was after this than what gender she identifies with. And I feel like that's progress. It's the first new music since her ongoing Bjork love-in. And it, this time with like a recycled Chris Cunningham, Frederick Heyman, she rises out of Botticelli's Venus. She fights with herself in front of flames. She kind of goes into this mechanical Spider-Man 2 Octopussy Westworld contraption um, where being transfem is admired and having an opinion is a way of life, arguing in flames like an Almodovar movie and just drawing strength from that. And while the straights are all trying to have this like ego death to fetch the bolt cutters, Arca's having an ego rebirth and is like, yeah, I listened to every single night eight years ago. Where have you been? Um, I guess it's kind of the opposite of the hung up video clip and the amount of CGI can't help you like but think about the sticky fingers on a keyboard John Rathman style that were like mm. spent hours just grinding away to make this um and I'm excited to see some real world Arca to be honest just see have her out on the streets you know what I mean but I, I feel exactly like we're in this kind mean. of like a cyberspace forever <laughs> what do you feel have you seen it I love it I I'm so here for new music from Arca I just when she put out the whole like single that was a mix, I lost my mind. So I hope there's an album coming. I really hope there's an album coming. There is, there is an album coming. Oh, oh my gosh. One thing, if I'm able to chime in here, can I just say real quick, I mean, obviously, <laughs> on, the, obviously on the same page with everyone, uh, all about this new Arca uh, work of art, but something that I wish music videos didn't rely so much on is one set piece that has a lot of animation and then kind of like a static shot of just that set piece and the musician dancing around in it like a box. I kind of feel like I prefer when, you know, the musicians, you know, out and engaging and there's a bit more like choreography to the filmmaking. Whereas I feel like just in a set with one set piece just can get a bit tedious and boring. Is that just me, Jen? I don't know. Time will tell. See if she's going to sign up to be the villain in Trolls 3, Escape from Bergheim. <laughs> Ooh, I F with that so hard. But obviously, you know, I adore this and I'm down for any kind of arc in any in any shape or form. I am glad we're back to like 2010 Alejandro and Xtina Bionic with Sia. I was just about to so true, so true. It's like a full circle moment. Funnily enough, speaking full circle, we're going to go to the polar opposite of the ARCA video clip non-binary with the film that I'm reviewing. Let's listen to a sting of Louis Malle's, I want to say 1970, but let's be honest, any film in the 70s is just all the same. <laughs> film Black Moon. I said you're mean. What do you mean, mean? What is it you want exactly? I don't know really, but I'm not mean. Huh? You're not? What about those poor children I just saw you beating up? I'm the one who's attacking them. I think that's well, how you shut up and let me speak. I saw how you kicked that tree and trampled those innocent flowers to death and you dare say you're not mean. Oh, you should practice what you preach. You're eating the flowers. Let's we go, back? Andre. We're I back. I can't even tell. <laughs> We're back. Kind of hard to give a review of Louis Malle's 1970 film Black Moon that appears on movie when I have just received this glorious press release Ooh. from Amber at Sydney Film Festival, but I'm going to put that to a side because <laughs> I need to shred into this Louis Malle cockery. 
for those who don't know, Louis Malle is kind of a 1970s surrealist. So think kind of um, David Lynch, maybe, you know, some 40 years ago. But in a more kind of pastoral, Agnes Varda, serene, à la ferme, at the farm kind of atmosphere. So we're, we're talking very luxurious and essences of Call Me By Your Name, Luca Guadagnino, very Italian, I guess, but he's French. He made a film in the 70s that I claimed was my favourite Louis Malle film, and it just appeared on Mubi, which people can subscribe to if they're looking for a streaming platform during lockdown. And it opens with a young girl speeding down a highway in a sports car. She runs over a hedgehog, escaping a nuclear war between men and women, only to tumble down a hill, Alice in Wonderland style, into this rickety mansion that's lived in by this old matriarch and no one else except animals that talk to her. So it then dives into this kind of mysterious, atonal, I've said it once, I'll say it again, Alice in Wonderland Ooh. kind of universe. And I was drawn into it because I like the idea of just one female character talking to animals. But then after a while, you kind of realize that it's just the same old lack of listening to women narrative and a lot of female nudity. The, the last shot of the film, without giving too much away, is Lily just exposing her breast into a freeze frame. <laughs> And it just kind of reminds you of films like Three Women and Mother with Jennifer Lawrence, where it's just women who are being gaslit slash, quote unquote, going crazy, screaming for help and for attention because they desperately need it and not being listened to once. So I guess it could be like an invention on Sleeping Beauty and Alice in Wonderland, but it just ends up being this kind of boring, tired male gaze, rotary phone of repeating ideas. So... It was a mistake. I'm sorry. I thought I was going to expose people to a beautiful experimental film from the 70s. But in this case, just go back to Agnes Varda, everyone. It's <laughs> not worth it to try something different, even if it is on the classic streaming site movie. Jen, chime in. Yeah, this is the movie that Alfonso Cuaron like, puts on when he gets home to like impress and it's not sexy. It's like Ooh. going upstairs to a guy's house and him having a bunch of like tribal instruments and you're like, oh my God, are you going to play all of them? It's I don't one of know. Films, it's one of those films as well where it's like a vintage film that you watch that has so many transgressive moments like, you know, child nudity and animal cruelty and you just think you know what this is this chapter of history needs to end by sister the equivalent of it this year is monos which miko levy did the soundtrack for and it's so hard for me to criticize anything miko levy had something to do with but that film was lapped up by sydney film festival audiences even though there's real animal cruelty and it's really just like a, a cluster fest of men beating each other up naked women, beautiful landscapes, no substance. Why mm -hmm. do we still love these kinds of movies? Is it because they're I, like deliberately mysterious? We need to close the book on this man, Black man Moon. Hitting because uh, Black Moon is done, it's all over. And I, I think we should, we, move, we should move on to Sydney Spotlight where we're gonna talk about beautiful films that we're trying to show Maya because that's way more exciting in my opinion. Look, all valid points, all valid points, exactly what you come for on movies, movies, movies. We're going to shift away for a second with a little bit of Flume and Toro y Moi. You're on FBI. On movies, 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 we're going to do a Sydney spotlight now. They've curated some films for me. What's happening? Sydney spotlight. All right. Hit me with it, Jack Jen. 
Matt, am I going first? Matt, I think Andre is going Matt, first. Matt. Andre, Maya, hit me with we it. To wel- we want to welcome you to the segment by, I was about to say indoctrinating, but I want to actually say <laughs> more just uh, l- l- welcoming you, ushering you into movies, movies, movies with a selection that we're calling the Maya Movie Marathon, which is basically our way to give you something to watch during this quarantine and also to teach you the ways and the ropes of movies, movies, movies. We did ask Maya to send us three prompts to get us thinking about the movie list we're going to make her. We got a refined reality TV addict, someone new to TikTok, and Fiona Apple to celebrate Fetch the Bolt Cutters. So I was inspired by those words and, <laughs> and I've come up with three options. It's up to you to find them. I don't know how you're going to get your hands on them, but for a refined reality TV addict, I was thinking, okay, reality TV, Paris Hilton, reality TV star, what she starred in that's worth watching, bam, House of Wax and Bling Ring, two classic uh, films that are very mm-hmm. cold and spooky and swampy, yes. excellent for this type of weather as well. And then I also thought, what is the most iconic piece of reality TV slash documentary? No More Lies by James Charles. Revisiting that manifesto mm-hmm. slash alibi and the mm-hmm. suspense and drama that that created honestly is going to potentially you know blow out we are one global film festival which is happening on youtube but i would definitely head to those two selections All right. and then for someone you to tiktok when you said tiktok i immediately thought of kesha which isn't actually the TikTok that you're referring to but it got me thinking southern lasso southern gothic and i thought true blood euphoria two mm-hmm. hbo shows that you should definitely get your mitts on and then i mean if you're wanting something that's fiona apple-esque in the form of a movie jen you're gonna say this but you just have to go for a paul thomas anderson film type in mm. pta films into google and i personally recommend magnolia which is basically just a, a long form Fiona Apple music video. Amazing. It's I'm... better just to watch the behind the scenes and where how much obviously Fiona Apple is not having a good time with PTA on the red carpet. <laughs> mm, I believe that. I believe that. Jen, how about you? What do you suggest? What? Sorry, Maya, were you going to say something? I was just about to say, I'm making some long notes of all of these. I have very vivid memories of my sister, who is five years older than me, going on her like year six excursion to go watch House of Wax. <laughs> Oh yes! Wait, that was watching excursion. Paris Hilton get javelined. Yes, <laughs> yes. Wait, what? What school excursion takes a bunch of kids to go see a horror film? I love that. Look, I don't know, but it happened, and she was raving about it. So uh, it's definitely on my list. The Bling Ring, also amazing. Love Emma Watson in that. Mm. This goes to show that Paris Hilton can really do anything, right? Um, I my couple of I think for me the like seasoned film critic introduction to the show is obviously last year's Happy as Lazaro, which Andre and I love, Italian magic realist, new film, kind of a, has a kind of like a, a bit of a Jesus undertone in a way, would you say, Andre? <laughs> Definitely, kind of, 100%. Like all I these churches it. at the moment saying that Jesus has risen, I don't know, it feels kind of prophetic and mm. like we've gone through a, it also has some time wait, travel. Sorry, did like. you say Jesus or JVN? Oh wait, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> Basically the um, same. The other one that I thought of uh, with TikTok is when you finally get over staring into a screen and walk out into the streets is Morven Keller, which is a Lynn Ramsey movie about someone who takes all of her dead boyfriend's money and just goes on a big European holiday, which is kind of the dream at the moment. 
Wait, she, um, no, no, she, she steals her, she steals her dead boyfriend's book manuscript and publishes the book, and then makes okay, I said it in okay. short, a smaller sentence. Whatever, Sorry, whatever. I'm gonna give everything away. Shmoon. And she just like listens to music the whole time. Um, but obviously, like if you're wanting to dance, like just watch Honey and get back back with Jessica Alba. Yes. Watch Pina, Pina Bosch, <laughs> the Pina Bosch movie. Um, and then I thought as well for reality TV. There's something about Daughters of the Dust, which they showed at the Art Gallery of New South Wales, that's so good and a bit bolt cutters of like passing down information, many people talking at once. Beyonce was inspired by it. There's something emotionally. (laughs) Is that okay? Am I allowed to have a couple of, oh, and the, oh my God. And the other TikTok example was Inland Empire because there's a really great dancing scene at the end, which is all about dancing inside and going completely crazy. All right. This is true. Look. Study them with me. I'll pop these up on the program page at fbiradio.com. We'll have it all together. Jen, Andre, thank you so much for all of your amazing recommendations. The the music news, the movie news, um, and the two reviews, Arca, and a very, I don't want to say poor review, but um, something a little bit different of Black Moon that Andre was not enjoying it's going to be all up at fbiradio.com slash programs. Just click on Mornings with Brady Tanner. This podcast is produced by FBI Radio in Sydney. Find more at fbiradio.com slash podcasts.